Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy Award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder of the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl the Podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Hey guys, it's Jackie from That Girl, the podcast. I am doing a solo episode and I thought I would just kind of riff on a couple of things, but the things I want to focus on are phobias and why we're scared to do things that scare us. So maybe the episode is about fear. (laughs) Okay. So with phobias, let's discuss what a phobia even is. A phobia is basically something that scares you, whether it's a fear of a certain animal like spiders, I mean, they're an insect, but you know, or another arachnophobe. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not a biologist or animal specialist, um, but spiders, or you're afraid of heights or uh, flying or deep water, deep water, scary guys. Like I'm actually a little afraid of deep water unless I'm underneath it which is so interesting. (laughs) You would think you'd want to be where the oxygen is, but I'm like, no, no, I'll just go under. It's much safer there. Um, Or whatever it is, you know, fear of commitment. (laughs) Yes, of course. There's always fear of commitment, which is a whole other thing. So maybe we'll talk about that second, but let's just focus on phobias real quick. So there are tons of research studies showing that there is amazing treatment for this. So if you have been afraid of, let's just say heights. And you're just like, I don't even know how this started. It's just here. It's just always been here. And it's just never going to go away. What I want you to ask yourself, what is it about this fear phobia that is keeping you from trying to tackle it? Besides just the fear of, oh, I could be really high up and then fall and then die. Because I think that's like the extreme case. And that's what happens when we have phobias is that we, ex- we explain to ourselves the worst case scenario and it makes our nervous system freak out even more. And we go into fight, flight, or freeze mode, which means either we want to bolt, we want to stay put, or we basically just want to like fall asleep and just pretend that this never happened. <laughs> and you can't really live life like that. Now, can you avoid heights your whole life? Absolutely. Can you avoid planes your whole life? Absolutely. Spiders, mm, spiders kind of creep up every once in a while. Like you're just like, ah, crap, there's one. <laughs> now what? Um, like for instance, actually, I have a lot of honeybees, which I'm fine with, a lot of hornets, and a lot of wasps in my backyard. They are happy to be there. 
Um, and I'm fine with the bee, the bees. They're fine. But the hornets scare me to death because those things are mean, you know? So I've got to think like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? It can sting me. It could really hurt. Maybe I'll have an allergic reaction. I have to go to the hospital. All right. Will I actually die from it? No, because I'm not allergic to bees. Now, if you are, okay, then yes, you're going to stay away from bees. My whole point is that when we have this fear, we have to do something about it. Otherwise, what it does is it just starts compiling on top of itself and it becomes bigger and better and scarier than it actually is. Like if you think about fear of heights, I just watched this really funny show on Netflix called Snowflake Mountain. And it's a reality show about snowflake people who are put in camps to like learn how to camp and live in the wild. And it is priceless. Like, please go watch it. You're going to love it. I loved it. But one of the girls had a really strong fear of heights and they made her climb an actual mountain, not like rung in Canyon, like a real mountain. And she got to this point where she really was close to the top. I'm talking really close. And she wanted to quit. And that is what happens with phobias is that you can get really close to it. And then your whole nervous system will again fight, fright, flight, fight, or freeze. And you will be in that moment of just like, I got to get away or I can't move or I just die. <laughs> right. You just like fall over like one of those fainting sheeps or goats or whatever. So many references. Sorry about that. That's who I am. But you have to just look at this as, am I going to live my life in fear because I'm afraid of a spider or afraid of a height or afraid of a plane? What I always like to tell myself too is with anything that I'm afraid of, it's like, this is going to sound really morbid, but I'm a Scorpio. Well, I mean, maybe the worst case scenario could happen. But here's the great thing about phobias and what we have learned and what we're doing right now, like in a community for psychology to help people with phobias is that you've probably heard of it, but exposure therapy is doing wonders for people with phobias. And yep, it's exactly what you think it is. It's let's have you hold a spider or let's have you go up really, really high in a building and look over, you know, it's really going to that fear and saying, fuck it, I'm going to do it and experiencing, oh, I didn't die. And that's it. It's just that simple. It's a matter of there's a, there's, you know, a study where like someone was just super afraid of spiders. So they gave him a tarantula and he was with, you know, the handler, but he's holding this tarantula and he's getting used to it. And then he realizes, oh, it's kind of nice. Like he's nice. Like he's not going to hurt me. And again, we're all going to be careful of ourselves in life. We're not going to go towards the black widows. Clearly we're not, but like, it's about conquering your fears in the actual fear itself. So on a bigger scale, maybe you don't have a phobia or if you do, it's kind of like, you know, tolerable, whatever, sort of like me and the Hornets where I'm like, cool, you guys, like you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Let's just like not cross paths too much and like enjoy your little Hornet lives. <laughs> but what, let's talk about actual fear in our lives with commitment. Let's just use commitment. 
Now, obviously this is a thing. Commitment stems from your parents and their marriage or partnership, what you learned growing up, what your attachment style is, blah, 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 all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, it is a fear. You are afraid of being hurt or abandoned or you name it, but it's probably one of those two. Now, do you keep going out there and getting into the dating world and getting into relationships and figuring it out? Yes, you do. You do it because you are so afraid of it. You're going to learn how to do it better. You're not just going to stay at that point of, I have been hurt so many times and I already had a fear of commitment or I have not tried to be in a committed relationship because I am just afraid of being abandoned. I was abandoned by my mom. I was abandoned by my dad, whatever it is. You have to force yourself to go into the fire. And that's how I see it. I always see really hard things as there's a huge fire and the only way to get to the other side where the happiness and the peace and the calm resides is literally through the fire. You can go around the fire, but it might take you a really long time. And there's no guarantee you'll actually get around the fire, which is your fear. Fear is fire is the metaphor for fear, but it's important. You just have to start walking through that fire. You have to walk through that fear. And yes, there are going to be scary moments. And yes, there are going to be hearts broken. Absolutely. But what you are doing is you are learning to not only conquer your fear, but you're learning how to keep yourself safe. Now, if you go into a relationship, you're afraid of commitment, you fall so hard for someone and man, it doesn't work out. Shit. That hurts. It hurts. We've been there. Everybody's mostly been there in this, you know, that's listening and it's really tough. And it feels like, why should I put myself out there again? It's just going to happen again. But that's why you take what you learned. Maybe there were qualities about this person that were not aligned with you. Maybe you had growing to do that happened during the relationships. And let me tell you, there was, there was growing. You learned and you needed to learn it. And the fastest way you could learn it was in that relationship. And now it's over and you can take those tools and apply them to a relationship that's better for you. Will it be the next one? I don't know. It depends on how much you need to learn. We're all different. There's no, (laughs) I loved that old saying back in the day where it takes half the amount of time you were with someone to get over them. I think that's bullshit, by the way, just, just saying, but, uh, but it's, it's kind of in that vein, right? Where you're like, all right, cool. Well, um, let me just take half that time to get over this person. And then maybe I'll, you know, step my foot back into the dating pool or get into a relationship. You take the time you need to heal, right? But do not be afraid to go back out there. Even if you're not completely healed because relationships of any kind, friendships, work relationships, romantic relationships, familial relationships, they are there to mirror what you need to heal. Now, someone out there is probably saying, I don't have anything to heal. I am great. I have done the work. La-di-da. Thanks, Jackie. Well, I'm also here to tell you that there's always something to do. We are always evolving as humans. And if you think that you have reached your evolution, chances are you're going to get slapped in the face with a big heaping hunk of 
hey, guess what? You didn't learn this and now you're going to learn it. And that could be good stuff too. It could just be like, hey, you've been in your comfort zone like way too long. Like this was fantastic. You created a beautiful life for yourself and you've been living it and that's great. But guess what? It's time to move up to the next level. And so we are going to wipe this away from you and let you have a vacuum to create that next level. And in fact, the universe, God, whatever you subscribe to is going to make it so difficult for you to stay in that previous comfortable level that it will literally make it impossible for you not to up level. Now that's fearful, right? It's scary. We don't want to lose our comfort zone. So let's talk about that. Comfort zones are comfortable. We have mastered this level. We have beat the monster. We have won the princess or whatever the hell. And we are here living our best lives. Guess what? That doesn't always last forever. (laughs) That doesn't mean you get to lose everything, but sometimes you do because something more is waiting for you. There is more to our lives than just, and this is just my personal belief, but I think there is more to our lives than just acquiring material objects and all of that. And while that's important and it's fun and it's a sense of self and, you know, all of the good things, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I have nothing against it, but there's absolutely nothing comparable to it when it comes to evolving as a human and to evolve. It is scary and you have to face that fear. You have to walk through that fire. So when you are in this scary moment, how do you help yourself get through it? First of all, please find a support system, whether that is really reaching out to your friends and admitting, oh my God, I think I'm having a nervous break or you know, a nervous breakdown or a midlife crisis is what I was actually trying to think of or whatever, you know, oh my gosh, my life was perfect. And then my husband decides he wants a divorce and now we're getting divorced. Like what this, I didn't see coming. I just didn't see any of this coming. And it's really important to, to like resistance is something that a lot of people in the sort of spiritual world talk about. And let's just talk about resistance as a word, right? You're resisting what's coming to you, or you're resisting what's leaving you. And what is resistance really doing? It's just prolonging pain. It's prolonging fear. And do any of those emotions feel good to you guys? Cause I don't, I don't like those. I don't want to live in that. That's hard. And I don't want to be in <laughs> something painful and fearful. Like, thanks. So when we think about the resistance that comes up, whether that is holding a spider, going on a plane, getting back into the dating world, or accepting that our life is changing, we have to let go of the resistance. And let me just, I'm going to be so candid. It is not easy. I am going through that right now where my life is up-leveling and I'm excited that it's terrifying. And I have to keep checking in over like daily, daily. Am I still resisting? How much am I resisting? Where am I resisting? Am I resisting? I thought I was like, I thought I was in acceptance. I thought I was like, go with the flow. Nope. It's always fluctuating because we are naturally as humans trying to find our comfort level slash survival. We are always trying to survive. We naturally go into survival mode when shit hits the fan. So 
when that's happening, you naturally resist the fearful, scary, hard stuff. So that's why it's so important to find a good therapist if you need one. And I you know, always recommend a good therapist or a good coach. And I'm always available. But lean on your friends, lean on the people who get it, you know, not the ones who don't get it. Do not talk to them because they're going to make you doubt everything. It's going to be rough. Lean on the people who really understand what you're going through or can empathize, who can at least sit there and be like, hey, I'm here for you. I haven't been through this, but like, I know this is hard and I love you and I'm just going to be here to listen or help support you in making choices, you know? Find your tribe, find those people that are willing and happy to help because like that stupid show I watched, Snowflake Mountain, seriously, go watch it. This girl was almost at the summit of this mountain and had she not had her group of friends who had made it up there with her, if she hadn't had them, she would have stopped. She said that. She said, I would have gone home. I would have gone back that they were there and they refused to go to the summit without me. And in fact, it was so sweet. And maybe I shouldn't say what happened. So go see the show. And I am not promoting the show. I know no one on the show, but I just really liked it because I love me some good reality. Um, But there was a beautiful ending and I won't say it. So go watch it. But the truth is you need support. You need people who are in your corner. And if you don't have those people in your corner, man, start, go find them, find them at, you know, that girl, the podcast, there's a page on Facebook. You can find it at loveyouevenmore.com, which is my website. Start reaching out, just reach out to like-minded people. Be like, Hey, how are you? You want to chat? You want to be friends? Like let's, let's start friendships. Um, I did an amazing podcast with a girlfriend, Ashley Gordon, and we talked all about friendships. And that's scary too, when you haven't made new friends in a long time, or you're wondering, how am I supposed to find new people? We talk all about that. So you'll hear that later in the summer months, the second week of August. Um, But reach out to people. Let them know that you need help and that you are struggling. It is so scary to say that. It feels like you failed. It feels like you're weak, but you're not. What I like to see it is that you've really conquered this section of your life and God, the universe, whatever is like, good job. Cool. Let's keep moving. (laughs) That was base camp. Let's keep going. And that is the, it's the nicest thing for me to recognize like, oh gosh, there's so much more. There's so much more to learn. And it's always funny to me now, especially when I do get slapped in the face with like, oh, here's some more info. (laughs) You thought you had it figured out, but you didn't. And I get slapped in the face with more and I'm like, "Mm, cool. I feel so, so small. Um, Like, you know, I mean, right now I'm in, I feel like I'm in med school. I swear to God, I'm becoming a psychologist. So all of it's just science-based. I I really do feel like I'm in med school. (laughs) I don't think it would be very different. Um, and it's just, it's, it's humbling because I don't sit there and I don't have any background in what I'm learning, what I'm writing about. I am literally a baby just learning. And that's a humbling moment, right? That's an up leveling moment of like, guess what? You're learning all of this stuff to create a new steady, um, ground to start working up from to up level from. So to conclude, 
When you are feeling fear, whether it's a phobia, whether it's commitment, whether it's up-leveling in your life, reach out to people, reach out to a therapist, get in the community of that girl, I swear. It's just, it's good people. But really know that this is a gift. This is not to punish you. You didn't do anything wrong. In fact, you probably just did a lot of good, a lot of stuff right. And it's time to keep moving. It's time to keep walking to the next base camp. So keep that in mind, guys. Feel free to leave comments on this if you, you know, felt that this really spoke to you. Absolutely go, you know, follow me on Instagram at Jackie Brubaker at or at That Girl the Podcast, you know, where I'm at. Say hi. Let me know how you felt about this. But I'm really enjoying doing solo podcasts a little bit more. So thanks, guys, and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast.